you know, whatever you dream of, it is possible. I dream of being a professional soccer player, but the life I live right now, it's better than a professional soccer player. And it has nothing to do financially. It's always, it has to be of who I am now, how I'm able to impact people. I coach the youth a lot in the soccer and it's crazy how you're able to impact. And I know for sure, uh, I love this country so much that adopted me and to me to serve this country by being a better person, being a better leader, brother, father, just it, it, that's the way to honor this country. So I always want to, you know, um, kind of like preach it and uh, just always do your best to be the best version of yourself and create the man you admire. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, growing to the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation. You guys make things like this possible, and a warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Thanks for giving us a chance. I hope you enjoy the show. My name is Brent, and today my special guest is entrepreneur Yanni Rios. Yanni, welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Man, thank you for hosting me, man. It's, a, it's an honor. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. I'm excited. We're going to have a great conversation today. Yanni, we like to start on the lighter side here. So we have random trivia questions. Okay. Okay. So here's here's the question of the show. What does the D in D-Day actually stand for? Is it A, Dooms, B, Dark, C, Day, or D, Dunkirk? Day? All right. Day is his answer. Now you guys know the rules. Don't cheat. Don't go look it up. I know it's tempting. Don't pause the show. Just play our little game and uh, we'll get back to this at the end of the show. Now, Yanni, I don't do huge introductions because it just really, I, I get to research you guys. And accolades don't mean anything to our audience. So in your own words today, right now, who is Yanni Rios? Uh, um, you know, this uh, kind of like a young guy who just uh you know, I wouldn't say beat the odds, but definitely beat the trajectory that was planned uh, as a young um, as a young adult. Um, someone who who's definitely been through through some type of adversity and through perseverance. It's uh, you know it definitely overcame certain. But I genuinely feel like I'm just getting started. Yanni's just getting started on this career path, but there's been there is a lot of other guys men in specific they can use this light that i've been through and that's the purpose behind this to just kind of pay it forward um as it is in my belief that the another way of learning it again is by teaching it so um that's why we're on this mission okay now if you could have any superpower what would it be and why uh to eat and i gain weight Ooh, that would be a good superpower <laughs> yeah dude, i i love pizza man but i can only do pizza like very rare because those carbs man they're hard they're so hard to break down i'm an ice cream guy dude i just i almost can't control myself uh, no, i'm with weekend. you yeah i'm with you weekends it used to be like every weekend and you know we just like sweets so i think that would be my superpower okay okay now if let's see if you could have dinner with anybody, past, present, whatever, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Kobe. 
Kobe. Kobe, yeah, hands down, Kobe. He um he uh, his 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 brain operated in a very simple way, but at the same time, um, the simple seems very hard nowadays. I had the opportunity to go to a, to go to seminar, met a picture with them, but um, it's just it's just 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 the way he simplifies everything, um, you know, just just his ethics and you know and. Uh, um, what is this? Uh, there's a saying that says like uh, you can only see you can only see further in the in, a, in the shoulders of giants. So sometimes we need that giant so we, they can help us see further. So for sure, for sure, him. Just the, I read most of his books, um, and I know like as a young teenager, 13, 14, on the, uh, like summer leagues. There's mm-hmm. one summer league that he talks about that he didn't score a single point on the whole season. So um, just to kind of like when you're growing up a certain way, it doesn't mean that's going to be the finish line, right? That, like you can change everything and according to your habits and your choices. And we, most of us know what his habits and choices work, which is work ethic. Okay. What purchase of a hundred dollars or less have you made in the last year that's had the biggest impact on your life? Books. Books? Anyone yes. specific? I, or? In the last year you said? Mm-hmm um never finished david goggins okay yeah. david goggins inspires a lot of people yeah i read i read both of his books um and i go frequently on runs which is like a 5 10 the max i ever done is a 30 mile run multiple times mm-hmm. um and it just it just kind of like honestly he does bring that little like extra push out of you um and sometimes we need that right um it, for him is more of a physical form but we can translate that in, in anything as a as a as a role as a father as a you know as an employee as an entrepreneur as a as a colleague you know there's always room in the tank there's always right um so and it's it's kind of like i love like the whole mindset and i mean if you guys know his story the way he was raised how he saw his stepfather get killed his best friend get run over it's just crazy and to see who he is now it's like dude um you know, so definitely he he definitely inspired me a lot. Okay, and I think those books are like 10, 15 bucks. Oh yeah, no, they're they're very reasonable. Uh, I find a lot of people like a book is it right, but there's usually that one that's just like, you know, I've read a lot of books, but this this one that this one was just it right, and and I think that yes, as we go through phases of our life, as we grow, as we mature, as we experience different things, parts of our life, we we identify with that book. It's like this one always moving but in this season of my life this one right so there is no wrong answer i just always like to give our audience something that's right what what made an impact on you that they can try right mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so i think i think just going back to the goggins i think goggins is especially when i'm in a run because I, I apply it to my run, right? That you can go that extra mile. You can go like, so that's why I do that. But definitely there's been, uh, I share quite a few of them on my Instagram, my stories. Uh, and there's been quite a handful that have kind of like twitched the life. And it's one twitch you do, and it can just make the most impact in your life. Um, and there's a few of those that I that I always recommend. What are you most proud of at this point in your life? What am I most proud of? Um that I've uh, changed the narrative of the of the story how how I was supposed to go um, as a felon at 18 father at 20 
undocumented immigrant at two years old um i don't think uh i don't think i had the the I, I, honestly i was thinking about it earlier when i went for my food that i don't think that i thought that current life and it's not a financial life it's the this the who i am now this was a dream like it was it was just a dream i could never see it happening so i think i am very proud of who i become what is one just random fact that people don't know about you? What is one random fact that I, people don't know about me? Um, that I fall asleep like easy. Like it takes me like a minute to just lay down and I'm out. Like I am blacked out. Ooh, that's a gift. I like that. Yeah. Like every, some people I hear like, oh, I can't have trouble sleeping. I was like, oh man, I don't have trouble sleeping at all. Like most of the time it takes me one minute, concentrate on my breathing. And then I don't remember what happened. <laughs> what is something that everyone should know about you before we get into today's subject matter? Um, that um, values and morals to me matter more than anything. Uh, your morals, your principles, your values. That's who I stand for. And one of my main that I kind of stand for, that I stand for is my word and being impeccable with my word. Um to, uh, that's what everyone knows. So, if, every, if if we make appointments and we're gonna be here today at two thirty, I'm gonna be here. At, I don't need reminders. That's my word. Okay. Now, guys, we've been spending just a few minutes this morning or today on the show getting to know Yanni a little bit uh, because the people we talk to here on the show are real people. They're you and me. They're fathers. They're husbands. They're men who are just trying to live their best lives. And it's important that you understand who they are and where they're coming from. In the next part of the show, we're going to drive into Yanni's story. Then, now, Yanni's got a very compelling story, and I'm not going to mess with that. I'll let him share that in a little bit. We're going to roll to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more from Yanni Rios. How well do you sleep at night? Do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghost bed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and has made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. Guys, welcome back. In the first part of the show, we just spent some time getting to know Yanni a little bit and who he is and where he's coming from today in this moment. In this part of the show, we're going to dive into Yanni's story. Yanni has an amazing story about his life, and I want him to just share that with you. There is so much. I'm not going to interrupt at this point. I'm going to let him talk about it a little bit, and then I'm going to ask some questions before we go to the next part of the show. But I want him to just be able to share his story because it moved me, and I think it's going to move you. Okay. you would share with us yeah um so at this uh a point in my life 34 years old i live in uh close to downtown la um you know i'm very proud of uh, being a mexican immigrant my parents brought me at a very young age at this point we run a pretty successful trucking and brokerage company as well as uh, real estate wholesaling and flipping houses it's all cool it's all fun it is actually um i always say in my social media i'm living my dream life and it's not 
because of the money it's more because uh, uh like because we to do this we don't have to do this, do this. we to go to work we don't have to go to work although we have to we've got to pay the bills but we see it from that perspective um but not 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 everything was like this right at uh, um i always like sports i got uh, my discipline and mindset got kind of like uh, lit up through sports, through the competitiveness of wanting to win. And, um, but there's that fine line of like winning and, you know, confidence and arrogance. So I was very, I was pretty talented in the soccer space and I pursued my career, um, you know, playing a little bit professional in Mexico. And, uh, and, uh, but, you know, it's that, it's that, um, you know, when you give too much talent to the right people and it would take it to the wrong places and I was hanging around with the wrong crowd and I ended up uh, driving a car that I wasn't supposed to be driving got it a uh, hit and run and i almost uh, uh murdered uh, a lady unfortunately she unfortunately she did not pass away um so i got at 18 years old incarcerated with a hit and run felony um as well as attempted murder um i was released not you know had to serve a little bit of time um i was um put under um formal probation for five years um i was still you know i had to end my career because i had to serve my time as well as my community service um in a, I had to pay a fifty-eight thousand of restitution for, to this victim that I couldn't pay at the time, but we had to get on a payment plan. Um, I was still kind of like, you know, what what do they say when things uh, things don't get any better? They have to get worse so they can get better. So, um, you know, just kind of like found from went bouncing from job to job, and uh, I had one of the blessed. I think like God said, "Hey, um, you're under. Um, you're kind of like being very responsible. The only way." so we can help man up and become a better person is to make you a father. So now I was like a very irresponsible teen at 19 years old. And my girlfriend at the time was pregnant at 20 years old. I became a father and that's when my life changed. And I don't encourage anyone when you're under a lot of pressure to have a kid, but that's what kind of did it for me. Um, I became a father at 20 years old. Um, uh, at a little bit over a year, me and my girlfriend at the time, I, my son's mom, we split. So it was it was a lot of pressure. Um, my financials were very, very, very bad. Um, but it was that light that gave me, it gave me that source of responsibility. Um, and yeah, I mean, I became a father. And my mission from there was just being a good father. That's really my mission, what it was. And uh, to this day, I've I see my son grow. He's 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 13, uh, 13, almost going to be 14 years old in August. And that was kind of like the light because I wanted to be a responsible father. Not be not that my not that my father wasn't there for me because he was always, always there for me, but he was always busy. So my goal was to be present for my son. Um, you know, you fast forward a little bit after we have a great relationship with my son. Um, 2013, we launched our company, Family Business, with some close friends. Um, we launched it to today. We're still in business. Um, in a, in, in, you know, but every phase of your life has uh, has a plateau, right? We went on. We did pretty well. And then after two, three years, you're still stuck. So you have to do something different. And then you do that for another two, three years. Stay stuck. You have to do something different. So every year we've been changing. Um, and it's been through through um, raising your self-awareness and, through, and by raising your self-awareness, is when you're able to eliminate certain relationships, certain habits, and better choices to become the man you admire. So the goal and my purpose in life is to become the man I admire. And every year it changes because every year certain things I give more priority to priority to than other things. At the moment, you know, at the there was a phase in my life where like 
bar hopping and drinking weekly and stuff like that because um that was i mean that was a priority now it's not now it's like every day doing my best becoming closer to the man i admire and just be present when my being present with my son with my family and just just kind of like i have a saying if you, it doesn't bring me uh, closer to my goals it doesn't help me make money it doesn't bring me peace of mind i don't want i don't want to know about it so i'm very very careful with my time and going back to my mission statement my mission statement is i accomplish a few goals that i never in my million and never in my life that i imagined it was just a dream honestly those things that i imagined it, they were just so far away they were a dream and 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 through the man i became i i accomplished these things so now I want to just pay it back forward and tell people like if an ordinary guy from Huntington Park, California was able to break these bad habits by breaking, by making better choices and better um, and creating better habits, better relationships, anybody can do it, man. Um, English was my second language. So my first language is Spanish. Um, you know, just a regular kid playing soccer every day. I was not a bad kid. I was actually a pretty good kid. I graduated with a with a decent uh, 3.8 GPA. I did the ceremony speech in front of, in my high school. But if an ordinary, like I was actually a good kid who just made a wrong choice. Um, and it could happen to all of us. And, and it could be you that you've made a lot of right, bad choices, but this, you can also turn your life around, but it, you got to dig deep, dig deep and want to change. You kind of, you don't have to want to change. You really have to have that burning desire. So that's why I'm. Yanni, I, I was looking into your stuff before the show. It's true. Is it true? You're almost legally blind. Yes. Um, and I was about 20. I've been using glasses since I was like, I don't know, like 11. Um, about eight years ago, I got um, diagnosed with a certain condition, which is called Curticonus. Um, it's a very unique condition. It happens to one every three or 500,000, but it's a very unique condition. So it's when your eyeball starts like popping out, sort of like like this so it starts like that um one of the or i think orthopedic doctor told me that that i could be going like not seeing anything for five years um um i got really really sad and depressed for like two days <laughs> i didn't really i was like well you know but if i'm gonna see for five years well i'm gonna make them worth it right um so i just kind of patted myself in the back and i continued to work and i and i researched this uh, really good doctor um here in la the best in the world um and it just happens to be very very expensive so my goal was just to get surgery about six seven years ago i did three surgeries on my eyes um and i had negative 12 and negative nine on the other on the other and they improve a 50 percent and now i can drive i you know i can live a regular life with glasses of course now i don't because i don't need it for a short distance i need it for long distance um and then i just saw him about three months ago and there's technologies advancing so um, I'm going to get another surgery. So yeah, I, at one point I was legally blind. I, it, and it's, it's, it's really, and it, I just come back to like, everything lives in your mind. And I did get pretty sad for two days, probably less. And you know, my, my, my dad's just patted back, patted myself in the back, cheer up. You always figured it out. And you know, like we figured it out. All right. Now your start was a little rough. A lot of people, right. There are a lot of things to overcome. Just listening to your story, a lot of setbacks along the way. But today is a very different life. You've built a very successful business, are two or three at this point. Uh, I don't know how, how you structure your organization. So I don't know if they're all under 
one corporation or split up. No, another. they're different. Yeah. Uh, you've built several successful businesses, right? And you're taking care of your life and living a better life that you want to live on your terms. Correct. Um, so, you know, guys, huge takeaway is where you start is not where you're stuck. You, you could have thrown up the towel at any point, right? Correct. You, you could have been like, oh, this sucks. I'm screwed. Life's against me. I'm, I'm just, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, get by and not do this. I'm not going to try. But you stuck with it. You're, and you credit that to your soccer and your sports background where that hard work mindset comes in. Absolutely. I think that every kid should play a sport, play an instrument, anything that has adversity, because we're forced, me as a soccer player, you were forced through play through adversity. You were the underdog a lot of times in your career. And it's through, you build that, that, that mindset of doing it already. So we already did that. Like I was the underdog, like big deal. Right. Um, I don't know. Like I was at least at one point, you're like the worst team, you're the worst player on the team, hard work. And you become that starter and you take their bread. And that's really how life is because if you translate it to the new, you're the new guy to, at the, at the job. So, you know, people, you know, they're probably going to give you a hard time, you know, and it's your hard work, your ethics, being on time, doing your best, not taking anything personal, keep being impeccable with your work that's just going to get you to the line and it's like through sports you're like dude i kind of remember this i and, and i see it in, in, in my son he was like the worst player of his of his team and now he's like he, and then he excelled to be the best player of his team he got recruited and then he got recruited and it was like dude you see so that's why i see like every kid should play a sport but you know and and, and because it, te- it teaches it teaches them that 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 mindset of like oh i can be better i can and then you're you know and and, and Honestly, you um, you learn from your losses. I don't think you learn from your wins. You learn from adversity. You learn like, damn, this relationship, I could have done this better. You know, there's a few games that uh, Pete Carroll, what he threw that one game away, that one play that changed everything, he learned from it. So I think that you learn through adversity and as an athlete or you play an instrument, maybe you mess up on a certain note and you just learn from there. So um, I think that it is. I think everyone should be facing adversity at one point. So there should always be. And then when you translate it into real, into the real world, like into 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 your circle of influence, if your circle of influence is not putting you under pressure, you, you need a better pawn. You need a better relationship. They can force you to be there. If you're like, what are they saying? If you're the smartest kid in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. You need you need you need dudes that would help elevate yourself. And I tell people through my coaching program, I'll drag your ass across the finish line because I don't. And, and, and if you don't, you know, if you're not. Um, yeah, I'll drag your ass for the first you know few months. But then after, you know, you got to pick up and now it's your it's your responsibility to help the other people. But at the same time, you got to make some time to come and spend it with us because we're going to force you to elevate yourself. Um, but, yeah, it's all through sports. It's all. What do they say? You. um um, you, you're the average of the five people you spend the most around time. So, you know, you're, that's it. So I really believe every kid should play a sport, instrument, marching band, I don't know, something that has some type of adversity and, and, and com- a little bit of competitiveness. It's, it's a different, to choose adversity is a different kind of mindset, but we're going to get more into that in the next part of the show. Guys, we've been getting to know 
Yanni's story a little bit, right? He he did not start with the easiest life, but he chose to make something with himself and knows that anybody can do that. In the next part of the show, we're going to talk about the mindset that got him there, what that looks like, and how you can build that same mindset to take you from anywhere you are to where you want to go. We're going to roll our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more from Yanni. Now, before we go any further, I wanted to share with you guys I don't always tell you how much I love doing my podcast. Like I passionately love what I'm doing. And one of the things that makes my life better as a podcaster is to work with a company like Grow Your Show. Grow Your Show is a one-stop podcast do it all. Now I use Grow Your Show for my marketing, but Grow Your Show is literally a one-stop shop. You can record your episode and just drop it off with them and they take it from there. It's amazing. If you are interested in picking up podcasting as a hobby, or maybe you're looking to expand your business and use podcasting in that aspect, talk to my friends over at Grow Your Show. Adam will take care of you. I guarantee it. I trust him. He's my friend. He's my business colleague, and I wouldn't trust anybody else with my show. All right, guys, welcome back. In the last part of the show, we were finding out who Yanni was as far as where he came from his backstory, the life he's lived and where he is now, because they're very different places from where he started. And of course he worked to get there. In this part of the show, we're gonna talk about mindset because mindset really is critical for you taking those steps to make your life what you want it to be. Now, Yanni was, have you always had a growth mindset or was that something you learned as you went? How did, how did you get started on that path of going, you know what? It's my future and I'm going to take control of it, do what I'm going to do. Uh, no, I never, I, I had the competitiveness in me, but I never had that, that growth mindset. It wasn't until I was probably seven years ago, you know, that I wanted to win, you know, you had the competitiveness in it in you, but I'm like, you know what, it's going to take something different for me to, if you got to do something different, if you want a different outcome, if not, that's insanity. So, um, I used to go like to seminars, like mindset seminars. I went to Tony Robbins. I went, you know, to a few of them and, and it, it wasn't until like, dude, you don't know anything. Like you're not even no, like, like there's just so much more to grow. And then I started, I, I read, um, several, I like to read, right. So I read several books. I started being up positive habits, um and 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 that just kind of like it, it became a right to me i read the book the richest man of babylon um it, being in the in, in a kind of minority we're just used to spending mexicans we party every weekend i don't party every weekend but we have a way to celebrate everything like people do gender reveals now like that's crazy right people find a way to so i used to you know save a couple thousand dollars i was waiting for the next event so i can spend it so i learned to detach from the money after reading that book and then i started investing a little bit first property that we bought it was like six seven years ago um so that that became and then i started doing just kind of like working on myself going to the gym and it just started getting a little better um and then i started you know success leaves clues there's several books um out there now there's very good podcasts such as this one that you can get clues so i started you know out of successful people and um as i said before kobe is one of the athletes and people that made the most impact in his world to me so he worked out at four in the morning so i just wanted to be like kobe to be honest so i started going to the gym at four in the morning about six seven years ago and uh, through a plan these small habits 
I just started getting better, better results. But my mindset wasn't that strong. So whenever I have like certain temptations to go out, bar hop, stuff like that, they will, um, I will kind of deviate from that. But I understood that, let's just say I, I went out with my boys and I drank and the next day I was sluggish. I didn't, I didn't go back to my morning routines or my journaling or, you know, my, my morning ritual, which I call my miracle morning from another book. So um, I understood that these habits were making me feel a certain way, the positive habits, and then neg negative habits were holding me back from my positive ones. So slowly I started eliminating certain habits from my life. And it just started, you know, I was feeling better. I was performing better. I was a better father. By being a better father, you can only be a better father if you take care of yourself, your health, your soul, your spirit, like being a better you. So that's how you perform being a better father, a better son, a better spouse, a better uh, boss, worker, whatever you want to call it, but just being a better you. Um, and and it, it just applying better habits. And that's really how it kind of went about. And it, be, it became addicting. I've been journaling for seven, eight years. I don't know. I have a stack like maybe like this higher this high that I don't miss. I journal every single day of the things that I'm grateful for because the secret to a, a gratitude is a secret to a great attitude. So every day I'm journaling, what am I grateful for? The things that the three things that made me happy in the last 24 hours, my financial affirmations and my being affirmations. And I just started being, started believing these things and they all came through positive habits. So that's how I build that mindset. And, and you know, the crazy thing that Everyone can do it. These are not it, the thing with these positive habits, these these good habits. They're so simple that if I told everyone how simple they are, they wouldn't do it. They would think that I'm, I'm crazy. And I genuinely believe it's through my journaling that it, that it helped me become who I am now. I'm not attached to the journal, but I know for a fact that that's my that's my space where I feel like myself. For morning journaling, I don't get phone calls. There's no temptations. Everyone's asleep, and I'm just to myself. And I that's the time that I'm able to just dedicate to myself. So. Um, I really believe that's what helped me, the, the, the building positive habits. Okay. As, as a coach and a, and a personal trainer, I, I'm right there with you with the whole, yeah, I, I can tell you how to do this, but it's going to be really simple and you're just going to blow me off. Because yeah. Yeah. So, some yeah. of the most powerful things you do are just little, very easy, very reachable things. But you tell somebody that and they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go find another coach. You suck. You know yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it it's it's just so simple, and and sometimes we lack that accountability partner. I'm that type of coach that I will tell them off, sometimes a little rude, but we need that. Like we need that. Like now it's like we're 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 in this new era that we're disrespecting everyone. Like generally, um, I'm gonna can I cuss a little bit? Okay, so um, I was going to run a half a marathon about three, four months ago. My son's 13. And I just told him, hey, I'm going to go run half a marathon. You're going to run it or you're going to bitch out? He's like, have I ever bitched out? I'm like, all right, let's run it. So we ran a half a marathon. You know, so in other people, the way I said that, they were like, oh, that's disrespectful. You can't. It's like, no, I want my son to hear these things. There's a time and a place, right? Because when they hear shit for the first time, they won't even say the word shit, even if it's in their mouth. Because, you know, you could fuck, you can, I'm sorry, you can, uh, you know, hurt some people's feelings and stuff. Like, no, like, this is real life stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I detour a little. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, 
I, I've been lifting for years and it, it's always when I interact with people, I'm, I'm very choosy about clients. I don't work with anybody who wants to work with me. I'm very choosy about clients and like all, all kind of like, I basically interview people. It's like, we'll see. Oh, I'm going to hire. No, we'll see if I'll work with you. That's, it's not you're hiring me. We'll see if I'll work with you. Yeah. And the amount of people who are just like, well, you know, I'll ask them about their workout routine. They got all these little all over the place exercises and all these little, oh, when I do this for like, why? Why do you do that variation? Okay, I, I won't even discount that you do it, but why do you do that variation? Why does, why does that help you? Okay, so why don't you do this, which would do the same thing? Well, right, I'm, I'm very big into just, you know, there are, if you want to get strong, there are just some core basic lifts you have to do, period. If you want to get super strong, there are just some core basic movements you have to do. And they also happen to reflect in just like life movements. And people, it's the same thing. There are some core basic things you have to do if you want to be your best self, right? You got to take care of yourself, health. You got to get enough sleep, right? You, you've, you've got drink to water. continue <laughs> to put into yourself. You got to drink water, right? You got to keep feeding the mind. There's certain things you have to do. You tell people that and they're like, yeah, okay. I was actually talking with a colleague of mine before this call, him and I just catching up. He's another podcaster. And I was telling him, I said, you know, I know, I knew for years, I knew the neuroscience behind it. And I heard like Dr. Andrew Huberman talk about it, but you know, sunlight, water, movement, and fresh air first thing in the morning are just game changers for how I feel the rest of the day. And I've known oh. that for a long time, but it wasn't until my daughter and I recently did a, 50 mile rook mark challenge and we were getting up every day and going walking a couple miles a day with weight on our backs but the only time i have open is early morning correct and so it was like i just got up and drank a little bit of water before we hit the road took some water with us and then it's a couple miles of movement fresh air and sunshine and i was like i knew it i knew it made a difference but it was like okay, now I can't pretend it doesn't anymore. Like I just kept, it's like, no, I don't really want to justify doing that. But I, I couldn't deny it anymore. It's like, okay, I really feel better when I start my way that day that way. Yeah. It's so simple, but. I, super simple. I um, There's that book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Harold. Mm -hmm. um, guy, guy almost died, right? Twice. <laughs> um, and it really goes like own your morning, own your life. I'm super inspired by owning your morning because that's the hardest thing to do. Um, at least for me, I wake up at 3.45, 3.30, depending on a day, right? And doing that thing, doing my journal, my prayer, my meditation, my workout, whether it's a workout or a run, and I do, I, I integrated cold showers, right? It was like, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff that 99% of the population will not do. So by default, you get 99% of the results that people will not, you know, I'm trained. Like I always speak, I, when I speak to you, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm prepared to like, you think like a phone call would scare me that I'm prospecting a client? No, that's easy. Like I took a shower, cold shower at four in the morning. Like <laughs> that was tough. This is easy. Like prospecting, this is just easy, right? Getting in front of a camera, this is easy. Now try try getting a workout. So my my goal this year is to get my mile under six minutes. It's just because that was my best. Uh, it was it was actually under five minutes my best mile. But I'm like I just want to get to under six minutes, and I'm at 
uh, I'm like at 650, 645. It's my best one. But like, dude, I just want to, you know, do some something hard, something tough. Like that's how we, you just elevate it. You feel good. Um, and I don't know who I heard it from, but someone told me you never seen someone who just did a good workout at a gym come out disappointed. Like you come out of the gym so pumped, like hell yeah, I'm ready to you know own this day, and what better way to do it in the morning so you could dictate the pace of the day? Oh yeah, no, I, I'm not quite. I you know I've I've done the research on cold showers, and I know they have value, and I just I, I tried it a couple of times. I just it's like no, it's, it's it's tough. The shower has always been like my refuge. That's where I, I go. I turn on a hot shower. I broke my back twice. So I, I I go and turn on a hot shower to kind of soothe the muscles a little bit. Usually I'm sore from whatever workout I did two days before or whatever. And so, but that's my place where I stop and I breathe and I think and I pray. And and, and the idea of turning that into cold water. <laughs> it's, like, it's just, yeah. It, I mean, I did it. I did it during the winter. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I did like ice baths. Which was a little like tougher during the winter. You can do that. You can do an ice bath. Cool shower. That's, that's what I was going to tell you. Because the ice bath is good for the muscles, right? It's really good for the muscles. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I just started. Honestly, I just I just kind of got bored, and I was like, dude, I need something tough. And I was like, let me just do cool, cold showers. And uh, I'm, I, I just been. Uh, I did it for a whole year, like two years ago. Then I kind of stopped. You get a little comfortable. I went back to it, and now I'm like 90, 90 days in. You do? Uh, have you tried Tough Mudders or Spartan races? No. You, oh, you, so I've never done them. I I was going to, but my son had a tournament that weekend, and so I didn't. Have, but I want to do a Spartan race. At fourteen, he can start doing the adult Spartan races with you. At fourteen? Yeah. Okay. At fourteen, oh, he can do. I, I think you have to be fifteen or sixteen to do mudder. But at fourteen, you can start having the because my my daughters run the kids races and I run the adult races. Oh, nice. And, uh, at 14, I think he can start doing the adult races with you, but they're very different events. Spartan races, the obstacles are designed to kind of wear down either your grip or, uh, your leg strength or, or each obstacle is designed to break something down. Okay. Whereas tough mutter is very flamboyant obstacles, like just over the top insanity. Uh, there's one called the Arctic enema where you slide into a giant ice tank and then have to like duck under a wall in the middle of it and then wade your way out. Uh, there's shock therapy, a couple thousand volts coming down, just wires hanging down. You got to run through it. So oh, snap. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's very extreme obstacles. Instead of trying to break you down physically, it's most of it's breaking you down mentally. Yeah. So yeah. they're, they're both worth doing, but since you like adversity, adversity, there you go, right there. I, I, I think I am. I think I am. I, 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 I want to have one of my close friends. He, whenever I want to go like on a long run, I don't know, 10, 15 miles, mm -hmm. he'll always roll with me. And about three months ago, I was like, dude, I need some excitement in my life. Let's go run until like I snap. I think his, 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 his he almost ripped the ligament at like mile 22. Oh. I did 30. And I was, I was like, and I was just so worn out. The next day I couldn't walk. I was like a mummy. But that was just a satisfaction that I needed. And a lot of people think I'm crazy. And I was like, what makes you think this is not fun to me? Like, honestly, this is really fun to me. Like, I'm like, I enjoy. And I live in California. So I get to go to the beach and run through the, through the, through the strand on the beach. Like, this is living. Like, I don't even know how this is life. That's what I always look back. And I'm like, dude, like, 
I was supposed to be behind bars right now. This is, this is like, luckily the lady pack lived, right? But if not, I was supposed to be behind bars and I wouldn't seen of that. So I'm living my dream life every day. Uh, Yanni, let's, uh, we'll get focused here for a minute. Cause I'm just enjoying the conversation. <laughs> and see, I told you, if I get too far off my questions, I'm in trouble. You've, you've developed this mindset and you develop these habits. And we talk about uh, mindset and habits here a lot on this show. Because you're right. So many people are like, I can give you these, these positive habits. And so many people are like, really? You want me to drink more water? Okay, let me go talk to a coach who actually knows something, right? They don't understand the value of these basic things. But you've built this growth mindset. You've built and structured these habits that just help you keep getting better, keep moving in the direction you want to go. So when you're working with people, right, for, for our audience, how do they walk away from the show? What are what are the first three steps they can implement to start their journey forward? If, if this is resonating with them, where do they start? Because I found a lot of people, that's the biggest catch for them right there is there's so much out there. Most people just have no idea where to get started at. Okay. I think, um, I don't think, I believe everyone applies this, your life will change forever. You like, you can totally hire a coach, but if you just apply yourself to doing the following, you'll change your life for long, for, forever. Own your morning, own your life. You get a routine in your morning uh, and it has to be a little bit physical movement, whether it's a walk, stretch, yoga, gym, whatever you want. Um, I believe that uh, uh, gratitude is a secret to a great attitude. So journal, you should journal. Um, I believe in a higher power and, I, you know, I hope so. I hope everyone does too. So just pray, be grateful that you got another day. Um, so journaling, a workout, just meditation, be in space with yourself. You know, put the phone down, be in space with yourself. Learn how to just value and love yourself for who you are. That's it. So that's that's like the first to start. Stay committed. Do for 90 days minimum. If you're able to build that habit of doing something for a 90 day blitz, you can definitely do 60. Can I'm sorry, you could do you could do six months, which is 180 days, but you cannot get to six months if you can't do 90 days. So just start small. 90 days. How do you break a ha bad habit? You know, by applying a, a a good habit. So you know, in order to like stop doing that snooze, just you know, wake up on time. It's really not that hard. Just wake up on time. There's that three second rule right a five second rule i'm sorry by mel robbins five four three two one we're up so i really believe that next make a list of the people that you surround yourself the most the people you text with the most are they serving you are they providing value for you or are they or are they taking energy from you if these people are taking energy from you if every time you text call or something it's always like a gossip or something negative doesn't influence you that doesn't help you or your family those are the people you just want to like i wouldn't say cut ties but you know you just not give them as much time and then the people that are constantly serving that are pushing you you know um, hey, they'll share you a podcast here and there. I was like, oh, they cheer this. Oh, look, this is a good opportunity to might invest. These are the people you might want to surround yourself a little bit more. So for sure, cutting your circle of influence, because if they're not serving you, they're they're costing you. They're costing you time and peace of mind. So own your morning, own your life. And these are the next one, being impeccable with your word. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. You just deliver. Being impeccable with your word. Always do, always do your best. I will way way more respect 
janitor who works long hours, full time, always doing his best than a stock than compared to a stock worker in Wall Street who half assed through, through his job. I respect people who always do your best regardless of their profession. And then you learn, you develop that mindset, that habit of always doing your best regardless of the position or title that you hold. Never take anything personal. A lot of the times if we say something, I was like, hey, that sweater looks really bad on you. A lot of the times it's their opinion. You can't really um, take so personal whatever they project. And a lot of the times most of the bad feedback is whatever they're battling in their inner world. So never take anything personal and do not make assumptions. Do not make assumptions that these habits will not work for you. Do not make assumptions that the life that you want to live is not work for you. So just, just always do your best. Stay positive. Stay consistent. Stay committed. And then always remember why you, you know, why you got started. You started to be a better you. And um, we're started. And the the, the the way that I tell everyone who I coach, we're creating the man you admire. And it starts by these habits. What's what's next on the Jennifer Yanni Rios? What what's the next project coming up? Next, uh, with the goal, the, the goal financially, um, you know, I want to just, I had a lot of bad investments through this whole recession that happened. I sold them almost all. So I'm getting ready to buy more investments. I have two new, two new deals in escrow. I'm growing my, uh, my trucking company. We're becoming very virtual. If you know, you probably heard virtual assistants. So we're, we're doing a lot of the virtual stuff, uh, across sea. So that's, that's taking off, um, in the real estate space, you know, like I, I delegated a lot of, like I had a overload of projects uh, and be careful what you wish for it. I wish for making a million dollars a year and I made it, but I didn't know it was going to come with a lot of work responsibilities and headaches. So um, I just, I just started it and I call it cut, uh, cutting all the fat. So cutting all the projects that were baby profitable or slightly profitable or costing me a lot of peace of mind. So cutting everything and slowly, slowly getting back into the cash flow. The goal for me personal goal is a hundred thousand a month and positive cash flow through my real estate business. Um, and as well as matching it with coaching business. Um, so that's what's next and impact as many people's lives. I know if I genuinely do it out of heart, if I speak, um, just kind of like it, my, my, my experience, people will get some value. And by default, by doing my best, God and the universe will bless me to whatever I deserve. And I know I deserve a lot. <laughs> All right. What's the best place for people to find you? Instagram. Uh, for sure. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty active Instagram. I just, uh, we just hired a new like a uh, content creator and we're doing like very nice videos right now. They used to be kind of like a, a little bit of like more, uh, you know, like freestyling myself, but now they're more professionally edited. Um, so um, Yoni Rio 07, very active there. I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and uh, I don't think I'm on YouTube yet. So yeah, those are the best ones for sure. I'll be engaging every time and uh, I'm posting every single day, my miracle morning. Okay. Now I know all you guys are dying to know what does the D and D day stand for? Cause I was dying to know when I looked up the question, cause I just go randomly find these questions. Uh, the options were dooms, dark day or Dunkirk. You guessed day and you are correct. D day simply stands for day, day. Ah, yeah. And honestly, I wasn't too sure. It was based on military code and the military at that point in history was trying to codify stuff to make it less notable. So hours were represented by H instead of hours and days were just represented by a D instead of, and it was a D dash and that was the date of something. And they just called it D-Day. So guys, okay. if you 
didn't know that. Like I just found that out too. Get ready for this show. Uh, there's a piece of history you may not have known. D-Day <laughs> is really just Day-Day. Congratulations on that. Like I totally would have screwed that up. I would have been like, um, Doomsday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I was very close to So not thank you, but yeah, I, I, it was good. It was good. It's a, it a terrific <laughs> podcast, man. I appreciate the space. And uh, I think I, I know that it will um, help and impact someone in their life. And I just want to make sure that it, you know, whatever you dream of, it is possible. I dream of being a professional soccer player, but the life I live right now, it's better than a professional soccer player. And it has nothing to do financially. It's always, it has to be of who I am now, how I'm able to impact people. I coach the youth a lot in the soccer and it's crazy how you're able to impact. And I know for sure, uh, I love this country so much that adopted me and to me to serve this country by being a better person, being a better leader, brother, father, just it, it, that's the way to honor this country. So I always want to, you know, um, kind of like preach it and uh, just always do your best to be the best version of yourself and create the man you admire. Thanks for hanging out with us today, Yanni, so much. Just thank you for sharing with us today and being dedicated to just helping other men and, you know, raising good men too. Uh, I, I'm a great fan of dedicated dads. Guys, as always, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.